Did it start? I don't know. Did it start? See, that right there is Look. what you cannot do. Yeah, I know. I just realized my mic is a little bit too high. No, not even that. What you just did with your hands and your face like this. You got to speak into it like this. What do you mean? Anyway. Um, first thing that comes to my mind. First thing that... I don't know why. Ever since the Among Us meme, the first thing that comes to my mind is always Among Us. If I'm thinking of a random word. And it's dead, I know, but it's... And I'm I'm talking... I'm saying this unironically. The first thing that always pops in my head after the Among Us meme is the word Among Us. And I can't get it out of my head because it's always the first freaking word that I think of. You know what I not think Not cat, of? not box, not house. Freaking Among Us, bro. You know, I hate it. You know what I think of? What? Propane. Oh, that's the Done. You know what? That's not a good thing to say. Dun, dun, podcast. Dun, dun, you should actually dun, give some context dun, dun. before. All right. Well, come on. If you guys aren't on the up and up with the meme, it's obviously about that dude Hank from King of the Hill. Who's Hank from King of the Hill? It's uh, it's an Adult Swim show. Never heard of it. Yeah, it's sort of well known, sort of not. It's kind of like one of those... You know what's a better Adult Swim show? Loiter Squad. You already know. Yeah, you've never watched it, have you? No. Tyler, the creator. Oh, of course. Earl Sweatshirt. Freaking... Who else was on there? I believe there was, like, multiple people who went Hank on. Was I there. think Eric Andre was on there, too. Um, Not Eric Andre. Um, No. I forgot his name. Why did I get his name mixed up? I guess he must not His be name that important. Has an Andre. His name has Andre. I'm very sure. Mustn't be that important. So it was Eric Andre after all then. Yeah, it seems like it. I think he was on it. But I think he was featured once or twice. He was mainly Tyler the Creator. Right. Yeah. On to more exciting topics. Hello, one and all, and welcome to the CrossGen Podcast once again. Uh, we are down Walt as he is off gallivanting on his own. Well, not on his own, with company. He's going and doing stuff for the people and the plans and the plans of the people. So it is just going to be myself, AJ, and my co-host, Elias, Eli. Hey, we're both hosts, bro. I said co-host. Wait. Co-host means my other host who hosts with me. What an I... No, I should be the host. You should be the co-host. That They're really just the same thing. Really? Yes. Oh, I thought like the host was like the host host of like the host. I mean of of the show. No. But I'm the I'm the no. main one. I'm the main one, of course, because I'm the goat. Yeah, you didn't come up with the topics. Nope. Uh, still, whatever. Anyway, so today we have a bunch of interesting conversations lined up. Um, it's going to be a fun time. If you believe me, which I don't know if you do at this point, because I'm not a very reliable narrator. 
we are going to be talking about three separate topics. Um, one's kind of old. I mean, it, it came out a little bit ago. When did when did it come out, Batman? It came out a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it came out. Okay, so it's like relatively new. Um, yeah, we're going to be talking about some major... I don't want to say meme news because that sounds weird as, weird as hell to me. Whenever it's controversial. Meme, it's not controversial. It actually well, it, is. It is controversial, but we're going to be talking about uh, Chris Rock v. Will Smith. That's Uh-oh. controversial. Yeah, it's controversial. Um, Who else? What else? Oh, and we're going to give you an update on where, where I am, at least, because I know you, Andre, finished the show. Where I am in in JoJo's. Well, I didn't finish the show. They haven't released part two of part what six yet. Part two of part six. It's not. They done. released the first few episodes of Jolene, but they have not put out the rest, to my knowledge. There's a lot of things about Jolene's work. It's very weird, crazy. Yeah, I've heard a lot. Um, but, but anyway, 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 anyway. First stop is the man in black. The Batman. Oh, okay. Um, but what did you, no, why did you no, give no, me no. that look? No, I was just, no, I wasn't. What was no, that no, 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 no. sus look uh, no, no, there? No, 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 I was, I was like, I was re- wondering if it was like a reference to uh, men in black. No. As in like. No. Wasn't Will Smith on that? Yes, he was, but that's not what I was doing. No. Yo, yo, <laughs> What do you yo. mean, yo? What? Yo. You're the one giving me sus looks. Don't, don't. Sus? <laughs> yeah, sus. sus bro. You're alone. Uh, yeah, that's you. No, because I didn't know what you what reference you were trying to make. That's why you got to let me finish the sentence. Yeah, but you have to say, like, because you don't refer to... Batman as the man in black, right? No. I just refer to like the man in the cape or whatever. No, not that is so much worse. Cape Crusader, yes. Really? That's his name? That's how they refer to him? One of them. The Dark Knight, yes. Okay, Dark Knight. There you go. But Dark Knight is a different movie. That's still another moniker for Batman. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyway. There was a film that came out called The Batman with someone we know as Pattinson. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Pattinson. Oh, God. Pattinson. What is his first name? Robert. Jesus Robert Christ. Pattinson. Did you oh, really shoot. just call him Pattinson? <laughs> well, I did that as a joke at first, but oh. then I actually tried to say his name and I was like, wait, what's his first name? Oh, crap. I was confused. But remember, that that's, that's actually the, the name they give his Batman. Batinson? Yeah. Oh, God. That's what they refer to him as the movie? No, not in the movie. Like, people who oh, watch yeah, yeah, the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Batinson. Okay. I was just like, they call name. Ben Affleck's Batman Batfleck. Oh, yeah. Ugh, I hate that. Batfleck. I hate Bat- Batinson more. Uh, what is Christian Bale? Bale? They That's never the actually gave it a name. It's probably just the Dark Knight. Oh. I thought they were giving, like, Bat Ale. <laughs> oh, that sounds horrible. Oh, no. <laughs> the dark. Uh, oh, that no. is disgusting. The capes. The capes. I wish <laughs> I never. <laughs> <laughs> what? <Yes. laughs> 
<laughs> Talk about controversial. What the hell are you saying? <laughs> Yo, what the hell? We started off on a bad start. No, lie. no, you started off on the wrong foot. <laughs> the cage Christian. Shut up. Okay, 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 okay. Let's actually get into this. So, the Batman is an interesting movie because it's not like other Batman movies. This one decides to, yes, he's still a fighter in this movie, but that's not the focus. The focus of the Batman is that we're looking at the more detective side of this character, which is something that hasn't been very heavily leaned into. In the prior, in the movies prior, what did you think of the Batman's version of Detective Batman? I don't know. I was like, if I'm being honest, uh, he was. I don't. I don't know how I feel about uh, this new Batman. Now that I think of it, um, the detective part of it was pretty cool. I would say. Um, it's not really that part that I have a problem with. I like the fact that they made him like a detective and all. But um is it just me or is this new Batman a little bit too emo? That's that's the character though. But I I just don't like that. It's so awkward. But I mean Well take away everything, Bruce Wayne really is an emo kid. <laughs> It felt like he was too, too emo. Like, he had, like, the super black rings about around his eye and, like... Well, that's just part of his war paint. Wait, is this a spoiler? Oh, of course. Spoiler. How long has this movie been out? This yeah, is going to be spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoiler. Spoiler. Get, what are you doing with your life? It's a, probably on HBO Max by now or something. It's Watch it. HBO Max. Is it? I don't know. I just... That was a guess. Okay. Um, well, I mean, if it's not, I'm sorry. Go to the theaters. If it is... Watch it on HBO Max already. What are you doing with your life? Yeah. But, um, I mean, the detective part of Batman uh, was interesting, especially with his interactions with Gordon, especially in the beginning of the movie. I liked, <laughs> I liked their buddy cop thing that they had going. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, I mean, I felt that they could expand a little bit more on Gordon's... On Gordon, they could expand a little bit more on Gordon, but I mean, otherwise, then it would be Gordon the movie, and that's not Gordon. The no, movie. it's not. I'm not saying make it Gordon the movie, but I'm just saying. I mean, that's besides the point. Overall, Batman is pretty cool detective. Okay, so now that we've got the Batman out of the way, well, here's what actually I was trying to do. Mm-hmm. You were referring to the Batman as being emo, but. What I wanted to do was ask you, so we know how we feel about the Batman. How do we feel about Bruce Wayne? Oh, okay. That's what I was trying to differentiate here. Okay, that makes more sense. Um, so are you asking me it now? Yes, I'm asking you it now. I don't know how I feel about Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne was... I mean, before, I, I felt like I don't know what to say about Bruce Wayne in this movie. Bruce Wayne was a little bit, as I said, too emo, and I felt like he wasn't really connected to his family, to his family as he was in like other movies and in the comics. He's not really connected, um, to his family, which just makes him an emo rich dude. How so? Would you say that? 
I don't know. I just feel like he's not involved with his family business, at least that's uh, not okay. too much. And look, I understand it, but I feel like at some point, like even in the Batman, uh, like animated movies and in the comics, at least somewhat he is sort of right. He is sort of involved with it. Well, he yes, doesn't let but, his past consume him. But but I think that was the, the whole point. point of his arc. He was finding a way to not be consumed by his mission. Mm -hmm. And, well, eventually, obviously, he does, because even when he does care for the family business, mm -hmm. it's really only as an angle to be a better Batman. Mm -hmm. He's not doing it for I know. the express sake of his father and his mother. He's doing it so that, okay, well... Wayne Industries has a bunch of resources I can use to further my bat tech. And there I, you go. I understand that. However, being like, Bruce Wayne gets me access to certain places. Yeah. I'm going to use that. But, okay, here's another point that I wanted to make. How does everybody know him? They know the incident that happened, but how do they know? why? What makes him so fam famous? He hasn't been really doing anything with this company, right? Has he? Well, he's always going to be famous. The Waynes practically, they were, even outside of the movie and just in the comics, they're like uh, one of those yeah. family tycoons of yeah. uh, Gotham City. It's like, this is very poor and, no, 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 okay, no. Um, So think of it this way. It's like... Oh, it's a very good example. Oh, come on. Famous families and cities. The Rockefellers. What are the Rockefellers? History has failed you. <laughs> no, for real. Rockefeller well, Center in Manhattan. Yeah, I, I know, I know, I know about that, but who are they exactly? So basically, John D. Rockefeller was a big oil buff. He's like the the oil guy in the oil industry. Like, he owns that industry. And because of it, he had a buttload of money. And with that buttload of money, he did various things with it, mostly to further his own gains. So but basically, a, he's like a big industrial person. The, the Waynes were, but they were a different kind of uh, famous. They, were they obviously famous. weren't like oil tycoons, but... Dr. Wayne, his father, was a doctor. His mom, I don't know too much about her, but in the movie, she has a different kind of fame that he tries to keep on the down low, but it can't be kept on the down low because people are doing their investigative reportings. Okay. But the point of the matter is the Waynes are a famous family, period. And Bruce is still in that spotlight, whether he's doing anything with the company or not. Mm. He's still a Wayne, and the yeah. whole Wayne thing follows him. Well, okay. I, see, I'm, I'm, I understand that now. Um, but like, like I said, Bruce Wayne feels a little bit too like detached from reality. Like, I get it. He's an insane person, and I get that. That's what the movie was trying to do with him. And you know I can I appreciate it. It's it's really well done. However, it's it feels like a little bit too over the top for me with how 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 like insane he is, 
and it's just right. I don't, I don't think I don't it's over the top, personally. I think it is because he's just. Ugh, I don't know. I don't. I really don't know. He's the soldier who goes too far. Yeah, you could say that, but um, yeah, that's my take on Bruce Wayne. All right. Um, Now, what about the second most important person in the movie? Like, for me, the Riddler, I liked him a lot. The only thing is that he reminded me a little bit too much of the Joker at points. Like, he is supposed to be off his rocker. Don't get me wrong. But, like... The way he was going like that, it was still too jokery for me. Yeah, you know, I, I really agree with that because he was like always bouncing off the walls, etc. Oh, especially, especially in like the the jail cell scene, it was. I don't I don't know how I felt about that because it seems like like you said too much like the Joker, and I also didn't like. Um, his whole big plan, and we mentioned this on a different podcast, but it felt like it it was really unsatisfying at the end, at least for me. Well, that's because it didn't work. Yeah, but I mean, the whole ending thing was like it was building up to something, and then it the very end with like the tsunami and everything during then it just didn't feel like you know a finale finale. I mean, I don't know. Tsunami flooding Gotham is pretty pretty big, pretty big. <laughs> like you would expect him to like I, I expected him to do a lot more because it was you know, he was murdering people and then all he did was literally just flood the city. And I get that that, that scene that is a really big thing because a lot of people are gonna die. But it, it just it was like, Oh, there's a tsunami. And oh shoot, we uh, we won, and that's it. Well, they didn't win because the flood was only a means to an end. It was meant to gather the sheep all in one place. Yeah, and then they did the whole. Yeah, that whole sniper scene was just not not a finale at all because it was like they well, weren't even doing anything. They they shot like what one important person, and well, they're they not gonna go and. They're not going to go and kill everyone in there. That's not their objective. Their objective is to send a message to Gotham that you can't trust these people in power. So we're going to take them out for you. The goal isn't to absolutely trash the people of Gotham. They're the people he's trying to stand up for, quote unquote. I get it, but that's exactly what they didn't do. I didn't... In every... In every... um, thing before that everything that the riddler did before that you can see that there was a message there like something something that he wanted to say about how corrupt the government was but with the tsunami it just felt like he was just flooding the city there was no it felt to me like it just fell flat there there was like no message that he really really wanted to convey except for just killing killing a bunch of people there was i get it he was targeting people but it really didn't feel like that I don't. I don't know. Hmm. If do you understand what I'm saying? Because I I gotta. It's a little bit weird to explain for me. Well, I mean, we all know who the target was in the end, but yeah. Anyway, I I liked the Riddler though. 
there's a very peculiar version of the Riddler, but probably I'd say one of my favorite on-screen villains. Yeah. One of them, not not at like the top spot. Top spot for me is always going to be Heath Ledger's Joker. Heath Ledger. Yeah, yes, sir, bro, the goat. I th- no, for a second, I, in my head, I was thinking of the Suicide Squad Joker. No, that's Jared then, Leto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jared Leto. Uh, and then I was, uh, and then it like popped into my head. That's the Dark Knight one, and I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I got confused. I got confused. But I mean, yeah. Oh, speaking of which, they did release um what uh, a cutscene of the Joker of the himself. Joker afterwards, and I gotta tell you, bro, I'm really glad that they did not go with 2019 Joker. Now that I think of it, because I remember I was me and you, we were talking after the Joker movie, I mean after the Batman movie about how they should add the Joker from the 2019 one. What's his name? Um, Joaquin Phoenix's Joaquin Joker. Phoenix. Um, but you know. Now that I think of it, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't. But, but I mean, the possibility would have... If they actually did go through with it, it would have been cool. However, this new Joker looks incredibly lit, bro. And he looks messed up as hell, bro. Yeah. Um, Like, what, they literally cut cut his face no that he was born like that he was born like that so matt reeves actually kind of did a a little mini window into this joker when he showed like the what he looked like and i guess that clip basically he was born like that with that face Hmm. and i don't know it was he was saying something else uh, i'm gonna I might completely butcher this message. I'm sorry, but like the thing that struck out to me the most is that um, I don't know. It was something about like it's kind of like Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, and that he the uh, his Joker's laugh isn't something he does of his own volition. It's like a thing he has. Like a, a disability of sorts. Okay. It's the same thing with this guy, okay. except, you know, obviously he's not really smiling. Hmm. He's just cursed to forever be smiling, whether he likes it or not. That's and that kind of informs his character in, in a way. I don't remember what exactly it was, but it was just really interesting to read the director talk about it. One thing I'm definitely interested in because it doesn't seem like, I mean, from from the scenes that we got, it, it felt like you know he's gonna be helping out Riddler in the next movies. Which I mean, look, it's really cool. It's a really cool idea, and you know I can see it happening. But then you're dealing with two Jokers at once, actually, in my opinion. Well, so here's the difference, though. What? Riddler has an ordered way of doing things. Joker is just chaotic. Joker doesn't. Yeah, but you're dealing with like they they do act similar, so that's that's the reason why I'm sort of like a little bit iffy on this because, like I said, we'll be dealing with two Jokers, but I could definitely see them doing some major stuff that'll seriously uh, screw up Gotham and Batman. Yeah. Um. What do you think of like the plot of the movie? 
with like the whole mafia sort of stuff. I liked what they did with Carmine Falcone to a fault. I thought making him Catwoman's father was a little weird, but I can I can kind of see why they did it. it was, you know, kind of a way to make Catwoman's arc a little more interesting. And I'm fine with that, but like I don't know, it just felt a little weird because I'm I'm not used to Carmine Falcone being interconnected like that. Mm. It was just a little weird, but it was still I I found it was at least to me pretty well executed. Like it wasn't super duper corny. I I didn't like it at all. I don't I didn't even see the purpose of it. Like, I get it. She wanted to kill Carmine Falcone, but you already had a motive for her uh, even before we got the, you know, the whole thing that she was, he was her father. I didn't see, I didn't really see the need to add him as her father because, you know, she had the friends who died because Carmine Falcone had, like, what, killed her? Yeah. Um, Yeah, she was, like, in debt or something. So the whole thing adding adding him as her father, it felt like he was he was like built up a little bit more than he should have. Um cuz it just like you said it didn't really make sense to me. Um but yeah. I like the way they used him where Batman is concerned though. That was pretty cool. Cuz remember there was the whole quote unquote scandal where apparently Thomas Wayne ordered like oh, yeah. the hit or something of like a reporter or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. And then Since it's like Cal Falcone's like, you know, I did this for you. You should kinda like you know, you owe me. But Thomas Wayne being Thomas Wayne, he didn't he obviously didn't want it to go that far. Yeah. And so he was like, dude, I, I don't owe you nothing. Like I'm I'm fine, like I helped you that one time when you got shot. Cool. But, like, other than that, I'm not treating this as a favor. You, like, killed someone, bro. Mm-hmm. And then that led to the events of Martha Wayne and Thomas Wayne getting assassinated. Mm. That's awesome. I know it seems like I'm hating on the movie. Like, I enjoyed it a lot. But I also didn't like that part of the movie either. What? I felt that. Carmine, like I said, was built up a little bit too much. I, I appreciated, you know, how like... But he really is that integral. Yeah, but like, I, I don't I don't know if he should have been that integral to the movie. I felt like they should have focused a little bit more on the Riddler. Oh, I, okay. Fair I, enough. Yeah, I liked the idea of, you know, Thomas um, Wayne. I was about to say Thomas Edison. <laughs> 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 Thomas Edison. No, I, I like the idea of Thomas Wayne being the not-so-great guy that Batman, um, Bruce Wayne, thought he was. But, as I said, I felt they should have focused more on Riddler because there was a lot more things that they could have done in that final in that final act of the, the Batman where they're, like, doing the, the flooding. I, and I, I don't know how I felt about that. And there was a lot of parts. I felt like the movie was actually really good but at the end it really fell down because there were a lot of things a lot of mistakes some plot holes even um well not plot holes but there was a lot of things that felt a little bit 
flat for me. Like um, what? I mean, as I said, it didn't really feel like an, a finale with like the snipers and that. And then Batman being saved. I didn't like that whole thing. And, you know, especially that thing where Batman's hanging on to the chandelier or whatever. Oh, come on. The Batarang. Come on. Yeah, but, like, he fell off. You know, he fell off the thing. Uh, and, like, um, Catwoman and Gordon were trying to save him. Even though it wasn't really that far of a drop. And all he did was fall into the water. Well. So I didn't really see, like, I, I, don't, I didn't understand what was, like. The he also had a shotgun thing. to his face. A shot to his face. Shotgun to his face. Yeah. But he didn't, he didn't, did he get shot? No. Yeah, but if yeah. he gets shot to the face with that thing, he's in very real danger. Yeah, but no, like I'm talking about the scene where he's like in, where he's like falling into the water. You don't remember? Makes sense. I don't know. I really don't. You mean where he cuts the rope on purpose? Yes. I didn't They understand. weren't saving him. I didn't understand like why was that such a like a huge played out thing because they were, they, like, they were stopped. No. Yeah, cuz he was trying to stop the whole area from being electrified, so he had to cut the cable. Okay, but and he also risked getting very massively electrocuted, but thankfully he didn't. Yeah, and I didn't. I would have much more appre. I would have appreciated it a little bit more if there was like some consequence to that, because I felt that like it it shouldn't have just been like you know the people we lost a lot of innocent people. I felt like there should have been a more emotional impact to Batman, because like Batman wasn't really really hurt or anything. Well, I mean he was hurt physically, but there was really nothing that you know, really sparked something in his head other than the fact that a lot of people died. <laughs> Which, now that I say that out loud, it makes me like, what the hell? But, like, I don't know, Batman... <sighs> Speaking know. of no consequences, what did you think of a suit impervious to bullets? Okay, okay, okay. Batman was lit, especially in that scene. Like, there were two scenes, like, first one, I remember they were fighting... Uh, Tim Drake, the dude from... Oh, uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, the, the actor that, who plays Tim, Tim Drake, Drake in yeah. Titans. Yeah, in a completely different, horrible show. Um, yeah, that whole scene was, like... It shows that, like, you know, he might not be that good at fighting, which I also did have a problem, but now that I think of it... He I was really, pretty I don't good have, at fighting. He was decent. He was getting hit a lot. He didn't really... He wasn't really defending himself, which... Well, I get that, it. It's like it's also one. part of his character too. Yeah. He doesn't care what happens to him. Yeah. He just wants to deal out the damage. So I get that whole part. Um, but I mean I it was okay. But I did like those action scenes because it wasn't really necessarily about the fighting. It was just like, you know, it, it was interesting, especially in that. So scene. you're okay with a Batman who has a suit. That yes. he can't get shot. Yes, I'm very okay with that. Interesting. However, I would like them to change that, although they can't necessarily make a downgrade like that. Yeah, that'd be. That, I wonder what the like maybe because he moves pretty fine in that suit. Yeah. 
the I mean, the only the only thing I would game. say that they would quote unquote downgrade it and make it less bulletproof for is because he needs to move quicker, but he already moves pretty quickly. Yeah, I'm in the middle about that because like you know, like you said, I feel like he's like too careless about what happens to him in that suit. And I feel like if he downgraded and got a little bit of a lesser suit, something that won't pad uh, like gunshots and like he'll actually get hurt. I feel like that would help him to build more of like his fighting ability as well as more of his character. Um, Because, you know, with this Batman suit, he's like he's like immune to like getting hurt a lot i mean not for nothing too he also survived an explosion an explosion pretty much point blank yeah so i mean that i feel like that's a little that like that is a bit of a stretch there but that suit is like mad powerful so did his car his car uh survived an explosion well that's the batmobile that that's fine but still the batmobile can be built like that okay (laughs) speaking of what did you think of Penguin? And you know, just to include that there, that whole scene with Batman. Oh man, that was amazing. The Penguin was an absolute gem. I didn't think it was possible to make the Penguin cool. Yeah. Like actually cool. Mm-hmm. But bless you, Colin Farrell, you found a way to do it. And so did the writers of this movie. So thank you. Yeah, Penguin was so <laughs> lit. He was like... <laughs> He was also kind of funny to watch. He's like running away from everything. And then, oh, I think I I made it. I got you. Oh, shoot. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. But that was really, really um, sick. Um, He's getting his own show. How do you feel about his own show? I think he will do perfectly carrying his own show. It's just... The only other person I can see, like, I can see this very easily becoming an underworldy show that kind of goes into the organized crime of Gotham. Mm-hmm. You'll probably see guys like, oh, wait, no, Salvatore Moroni, I think they said was dead already. Yeah, sure. Carmine Falcone is now dead. Yeah. Wait. Who else? Oh, yeah, who else is he going to underworld crime boss that's, against? That's what I'm thinking. That's why I'm sort of. A little bit on edge. I know, you know, I know that they're gonna do it well. I know that for a fact because, I mean, if they did this Batman movie the way they did, um, of course they're gonna make the Penguin show good. I'm just a little bit afraid that they might need to explore a little bit more. And how will they include the Batman? The Batman. I don't think this isn't a show about the Batman though. But the Batman's always gonna be there to fight crime. Yeah, but he could. He can't get to everyone at once. He even says it in the movie. Yeah, but organized crime is... I don't know. I don't know how they're going to include it. But you know who I'm wondering? Who who I think should be in this Penguin show? Two-Face. Not a bad move. Yes. Not a bad move. The goat. He needs to finally go into this movie. And maybe even have a reference in that Joker. Joker... maybe 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 but yeah i think that about is there anything else you wanted to talk about where the batman was concerned um batman i mean that whole scene uh with penguin 
uh, in the car during the explosion. That scene the is Batmobile was scary in this movie. Batmobile was scary. Yeah. I mean, compared to the other ones like Dark Knight. Well, obviously, the design looks quote-unquote simple, but if you look at what it actually did in the movie and what it tried to yeah. accomplish, like... When you heard that growl, that rumbling in the in the alley, like I don't care who you are, you're gonna piss your pants yeah. if you're actually there. Yeah, <laughs> but damn, I mean, like they definitely they were like, "What the hell is that?" Yeah, they made the Batmobile something something to be afraid of, and that's just facts. Um, they didn't they also have the Bat bike? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they yeah, they did that, have that. That's so lame, the Bat bike. But um, it's just the bat cycle. So mm. the bat cycle should be cooler. No lie. Like I like how they did the bat cycle in Dark Knight, but that's besides the point. Well, it was just a part of the the tumbler. Yeah, but I mean, overall, what do you think of the movie? I think this is one of the best Batman entries we've gotten since the Christian Bale movies. The only reason why I'm not gonna say. I fully enjoyed Batfleck is because Batman vs Superman was not a phenomenal movie. Yeah, Batfleck was horrible. No, no, no. no. Okay, I'm no. Sorry. Here's here's the thing. Nope. Batfleck was good in no. terms of being a vicious fighter. Okay. Nah, I can actually agree with that. No. He was good in terms of being an, a vicious fighter, and the Bruce Wayne was actually pretty good. I don't know about that. That. No, actually, no. Mm. I didn't. I didn't like his whole thing, especially in Justice League. The character that he played was just a little bit, like at some point. Well, which Justice like, League? Whedon's Justice League or Snyder's Justice League? Snyder's was. Snyder's was a huge step up for all characters, it was including Batman. Up. It was a huge step up. I can't say that I fully liked what they did with Batman and Snyder. I felt like they made his character a little bit too complicated and he feels like a little bit too wise for somebody who's like Well, Batman. he's this is not like any Batman we've ever seen though. Yeah. This is a Batman who's gone through a death in the family. This is a Batman who really knows how to Batman. Like this is the Dark Knight, fully fledged and experienced. I see. That's why he's so wise. I okay. You know, what? I can understand that. I liked that sort of aspect, but one of the things that Justice League and every single other movie that featured Batman suffered from was that I didn't really get enough of his character, so I can't really put him in the well, spot that you would put him. Ex th that's my point, though. Like. He was okay, but we never got to really appreciate it to say it was super good. Yeah, I he was decent. He was a decent. He just, I felt like in every movie, he always takes a, took a back step. Even in the Snyder Cut, there were like points where he would like play a huge role, and I get that. He played a huge role a lot in that movie, but he also took a back step at some points. He was like sort of that dude who came up with a plan and did nothing else. Um, but I mean, other than that, in terms of, wait, wait, who's your favorite Batman? It's going to be Bale. Okay. Thank you. It's going to be I've Bale. I've heard people say that Dark Knight is 
Oh, uh, I mean, this new Batman is better than Dark Knight. Well, that it's that depends on what you like. What I like about Christian Bale's Batman is, especially during the Dark Knight, is how well he can just seamlessly go from being the playboy Bruce Bruce Wayne to the Batman. I feel like that Batman is a little bit more of an action figure, not an action figure, like a a superhero. <laughs> I said action figure, like a superhero. He's more of a superhero than this one, who is more of like just dread. Well, yeah, I mean that's also kind of the thing I can appreciate about Battinson is yeah. that he's not a straight hero. I he's really not. That's what I liked about Battinson. Uh, uh, <laughs> And I know I'm sort of going back on what I said. It sort of contradicts my point about how he's too emo. But this Pattinson has a little bit more, you know, I feel like he has more character than Bale's. Because he's like, he's so drowned in, he's like drowned in the past. And that's what I like. Um, But, I mean, either way. So that's the Batman for you. (laughs) We're going to get into some... More serious? No, no, not really. Not serious. serious. We're going to go into a super crazy thing where people can basically turn bananas into guns. Oh, shoot. We're going to talk about that. (laughs) And then we're going to... Okay. JoJo's is certainly... So you finished, finally, uh, the part... One, two, three, four? I think... But yeah, part had, four. Yeah, because part three is Stardust Crusaders. Part four is you Diamond. know, Diamond is unbreakable. So spoiler free. So, um, I mean, I don't get why you wouldn't have watched JoJo's at this point, but I know a lot of people who don't haven't. But that's besides the point. This new JoJo's season, whoa, as well. Whoa, actually, on, let's on, let's go to, on, do the on. ending first, right? Yeah. What did you think of part four? Because last time we did this. You still hadn't seen the end of my man Yoshikage Kira, but now you have. So, what did you think of the ending of part four? <laughs> you already know what I'm about to say. Then say it. The ending what fell a little bit flat. Yeah, it did. Because it ended unlike yeah. most other uh, arcs. I mean, dude gets flattened by an ambulance. Uh, yeah. No, I like that. I like that. And that was really interesting. And it kind of made me laugh. But at the same time, it was like, damn, what the hell? But I mean, geez, bro. The, the ending was a little... It's in a little bit of a weird area for me because... The whole action scene that led up to his actual death was a little bit like, I'm not going to say boring, but it was a little bit, did go a little bit stale, especially since all they were doing was dodging invisible bubbles that blew up. <laughs> it sort of it sort of got a little bit weird. Well, I think that was kind of the beauty of Kira's ingenuity because the cat. <laughs> yeah, the stupid cat. Which he finally found a use for. He basically, like, found a way to augment his attacks. Like, before he had to touch something close to, if not the person themselves, to blow them up. But 
he was smart enough to find a way to use the cat so that he could just make, you know, he could actually launch bombs at you. See, like, I get it, but I felt like it was, like, too intense for, for like, a thing where, like, all they were doing was dodging invisible bubbles. Like, things got so, you know, between every bubble, it was, like, Oh, where did it come from? We need to think. I need to plan out where this bubble is going to, where this invisible bubble is going to come from. And he's like searching around. And I felt like it got a little bit stale. It was funny, but it got stale. Because it's like, Jesus Christ, it's like a bubble. And out of all things, it, that's how you're, that's the, uh, the fighting between Josuke and Yoshikaga Kira. It's just, dodging bubbles and trying to send it back to each other not always at first what did you think of i think the ability's name is bites the dust bites the dust was definitely interesting but should have been played on a little bit more i felt like they didn't expand enough on it it was very interesting to see you know what they did i was expecting i was hoping that they would kill off literally a bunch of characters which would have made things a little yeah. bit more devastating. That's a weird thing, too, because I always thought that Rohan died, yeah. but apparently he didn't, and no one else did. Yeah, and I I was really... I wanted a somewhat not happy ending, because that's what seems... It really seemed like that was the type of character uh, Yoshikage would have been. He's a murderer, and I felt like if they played a little bit more on that murder aspect of him, with him being so demented and so, like, evil, there, we didn't get enough of that, I feel like, really. Um, so, the whole Bites the Dust thing should have been played on a little bit more, rather than just using the cat as the weapon in the entire, like, pat in the entire final, like, two episodes, two, three episodes. I mean, the only thing I'll say about that is there's no real way they can fight that. Yeah, I know. Except for Hayato being Hayato. Yeah. But, like, it would have been, there would have been some way that they could have possibly done it. Yeah, that would have been them pulling a Jotaro. Well, it's exactly the same stand as Star Platinum. Like, <laughs> That's the if, only way they could have done that. But that that would have been bad. Because you're just doing the same thing you did in Stardust uh, Crusaders. Yeah, but you know, want to know something that look, it's gonna seem weird, but it could have been played on a little bit. Would have been way too powerful to be in the show, but it could have happened at least once, in my opinion. Since they were playing on time so much, and you know how go, uh, not Golden Wind, um, Josuke's Star Platinum. Wait, no, not Star Platinum. Josuke has. Uh, crazy diamond. Crazy diamond. I would have wanted to see something where maybe Jotaro and Josuke could have both used their time stop ability. He doesn't have a time stop ability. Doesn't Josuke? No, he just heals things. I thought Josuke did. No. Well, maybe Jotaro could have done something, and I feel like that could have been. Well, he did on. do something. He used. Uh, that, that's another weird thing. Why does he call the ability to stop time the world? Oh, yeah, the world? I'm, but it is the world. I mean, technically, yes, but uh, all right, whatever. That's, that's just semantics oh, at that point. But no, the whole time stop ability, 
here's my prediction. You remember how they had that scene where Hayato... Hayato. Hayato, and he had, like, that... No, it was Josuke's backstory. He had a whole backstory where he was stuck in a car in the middle of this snow snowy area. Yeah. And you remember the Traveler? And you know how there's a lot of speculation behind the fact that that may be Josuke himself? What if they... Why didn't they play on that? It's like I think that's to, saved for another arc in the distant future. I hope so, but Josuke... He's not, it's not that he's not alive, but I felt like if it was played in his arc, it would have been, made a little bit more sense. Yeah, I, I, I've always wondered when they're actually going to do that. Um, it's definitely not in part five, I'll tell you that. Yeah, it, it really, it makes it seem, I don't know, the vibe that I got from that is either the writers are really schemy right now, and I have no idea what's about to come next, or they just completely forgot about it. And like I said, mm, I don't I don't believe that. Maybe Josuke could have used a time ability that would have sorted that that could have been like a thing to like sort of like I guess foreshadow it. And I Man. feel like maybe a time versus time thing, especially with Yoshikage Kure and his super crazy ability, which is bites the dust, which basically plays on time, does it not? Yeah. Imagine being able to reverse his ability. And I feel like that would have been somewhat weird to do, but it would have been cool, in my opinion. Huh. Well, one thing I will tell you is this. This is not the last time you've seen a stand that has an ability that has to do with time. It's probably the boss. No, it's not. It is the boss. No, it's not. Of course it would be. Of course it is. The the boss from the mafia. No, it's not. Anyway. Um... (laughs) So that was part four. four. Now, what did you think about the beginning of part five? I only watched like the first three, four episodes. Yeah. Or like five. Four or five. Mm, yeah, like, yeah, that, that sounds sort of right. Okay, well, I gotta say, bro. Mr. Giorno. Golden Wind, bro, is probably gonna be my favorite arc. And I can already tell you right off the bat of the first five episodes. Um... Giorno is just, I like the whole cool thing with like Giorno and the team. And it seems like that's what Star Platinum and I mean, Stardust Crusaders with the whole team could have been. But it feels like this is like a bunch of crazy, crazy mental dudes who are like on the same team. And it's, it's really interesting to me. Giorno has a dream. Yeah. It's, it's like a weird close friend group that are all insane. And oh, their backstories are insane, yeah, as well as their that, stands. That's that's probably what I'm interested in because it seems like each character in in this uh, in this group has something to tell. Um, that's not something I got from Stardust Crusaders, which is why I feel like this is probably going to be the better Star- Stardust Crusaders, and that's probably controversial to a lot of people. Okay. <laughs> However. Besides that, Jesus Christ, Giorno is something else, bro. He and Pulpo too. Pulpo, <laughs> bro, they killed him off. That's crazy. Yeah, I was that, not. I was not expecting him to die either. But the way they did that was just crazy because Giorno, I, I guess that's Dio's bloodline. Of course, Dio. Dio would always have an effect, bro. Dio always 
Dio will always. Well, I mean, he also says there. he always says futile. He's Come on, always, there's yeah. that too. He's always there, bro, and you can see that in Giorno with the vengeance that he took out on Popo just for killing that dude, the old man. The old man, Jesus Christ, that was damn, that's vicious, bro. But um, yeah, Giorno is pretty cool. Um, the whole mafia thing, oof, it gets better. It, I, I can, I'm proud of it. Yeah, probably does get better. I mean, you said it does get better, but um, I don't know how I feel about the whole mafia thing. It's interesting. I just need to see more of it. Passion. Passion. That's such an awesome name, bro, for their for their thing. But oh, what's his name? Bucciarati. Bucciarati. Yeah, I don't. Sorry, I, I butchered that name. Um, he's kind of cool. I don't remember. He grows on is. you. He grows on What's you. What's his stand again? Uh, for some, uh, depending on the oh, translation, it's zipper. either Sticky Fingers or Zipper Man. Yeah, it's the Zipper dude. Um, he's pretty cool. I can't see him. Honestly, I can't see him doing much with the stand. If I'm being honest, but he <laughs> did. He did do something to Giorno. <laughs> However, like you're so wrong. Oh, okay. You're so, so wrong. <laughs> But bro, um, I mean, so far it's looking lit, bro. That's I can't even not deny that. Zipperman is our Lord and Savior. Zipperman, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, and his bowl cut, bro. Like, what the, <laughs> hell, what the hell did this Barbie barber do? I said Barbie. What the hell does his barber do, bro? What beef did he start that made him? <laughs> barber is the true menace, there, bro. For real. Um, oh. but, I mean, anyway, Golden Wind is looking good so far. So that's yes. my take on that. You know what's not looking good so far is this controversy. Oh, shoot. Good segue moment? Yes. I plan these things. Damn, that's good. Okay. So, as you may or may not, unless you're living under a rock, have heard, the Oscars were pretty Horrible. interesting to see <laughs> this past week, weekend, whatever. How many? It was like a week or two ago. Maybe even a couple days ago. It was all going well and good. Uh, you know, they have their uh, their show hosts, one of them being Chris Rock. He goes up there, he makes a joke, you know? Chris Rock does as he does. Of course, he has the very unfortunate um, idea to uh, make a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith likening her to G.I. Jane. And, you know, Will Smith, he kind of looked at her like, oh, okay, very funny, ha-ha, I'm a little mad at you, but whatever, I, I, I think I'm fine. He looks over to his wife, and she sees that she's not fine. And so, like, unfortunately, that precludes a very unfortunate series of events which leads to will smith getting up from his chair walking, walking right up to chris rock on stage who's kind of like oh you're coming up on stage that's pretty cool what are you doing that for um once he does that he slaps him bro the slap just like he's just walking up and then it's just like mega quick bro he just does like 
And all of a sudden, it's like, it's like in the blink of an eye, he literally slaps uh, Chris Rock. Um, honestly, like, damn. Um, I remember, bro, there's, like, been a whole crap ton of parodies coming out after this. There's oh, one. Man. My favorite has to be the one where um, they make them characters in WWE and they make them fight outside the stadium. Right? <laughs> nah. What the hell? They made Chris Rock and Will Smith WWE characters. Yeah. And then they, you know, there's that setting where you can have two superstars fight outside the ring, like, uh, like in the garage. They did that no. for those two. Oh my god, bro! Jesus, it's so messed up. The internet is a menace, bro. The internet is a menace. But like that whole thing between Chris Rock, I mean, bro. Honestly, if I'm being like completely genuine, my respect for Chris Rock just went hella up, bro. Because like the yeah. fact that he didn't do anything is just crazy. Like he was humiliated on live Oscars in front of all these people. On live television, on live national television. television, national television, and it's just crazy, bro. I mean, I've already seen parodies. I showed you the RDC World one. Yeah, <laughs> you unfortunately did, bro. Is give me my shoes, and he proceeds to put on his black Air Forces. <laughs> oh man, but I mean, like, it's funny, but it sucks. Yeah, I um. When I first reacted to that, I almost didn't believe it. I'm like, is this kind of like a scripted thing they're kind of doing now? And then Walt was like, no, bro, that that actually happened. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I did not expect that out of Will Smith. Yeah, exactly. Out of Will Smith, though. The- like, he generally comes off to me as like a super cool guy. <laughs> I mean, he's also a pretty funny guy, too. I mean, you look at his work in Men in Black. Yeah. Like early, like you stated earlier. And then, obviously, he also has some really good films out there. Like, uh, he obviously got the award for King Richard, which that's also a little bit of a controversial thing that the Oscars did. Like, even after he slapped Chris Rock, he was able to go up there and get his award. That was kind of, that was kind of sus on their yeah, part. I'm sorry. That was not a good idea because because you you're just, you're basically rewarding that behavior. Yeah. Why why are you doing that? It's like they were tolerating it, and I, it's just not something. It's good. not a good look. But I mean, like you said, I I want to go back to the point that you made. You know, Will Smith is a very chill guy, and it didn't. It, you wouldn't. Nobody expected that out of Will Smith. Will Smith is just one of those people that you can like. He's that person that we all look up to, but, like, I feel like it wasn't necessarily his character. It was more of the... It wasn't really about the joke, about the G.I. Jane joke. Um, I felt like it was more of things behind the scenes. Like, we got that, uh, the meme previous to that one about Will Smith. Um, I think it was, like, in an interview with Jada about, like, their marriage and what's going on. And he was like, you know that scene where he's yeah, like smiling they, and crying? Like, not even that. Like, they've just, whether you've heard of it or not, they have, like, a very, very tenuous relationship. It's, it's, a, little, it's a little out there, you know? Um, like, if you believe some of the things that, you know, that are out there, you know, she's reportedly, like, cheated on him, like, a bunch of times. Yeah. You know, that's not cool. Um, he's like 
I and feel like, the, this yeah. is this is the other thing that kind of gets me, and I, and this is kind of why I'm not liking this a lot more. Apparently, when Will Smith came back to sit down, she was laughing her ass off. Yeah. I mean, she was laughing her butt off. Sorry, family friendly yeah. podcast. Yeah, family friendly, <laughs> but like, like what? I I uh, that's not yeah. something you want to laugh at. Yeah, like, okay, ha ha, you made a joke at my expense. Now you're quote unquote suffering for it, but how many are you going to be? Exactly. And I think that's part of, that's definitely one of the reasons why he probably did that slap because of like how abusive the relationship is between them. It feels like he's like the one who is being constantly like beat on, like emotionally when I say, I say that. Um, because like he's gone through so many things and you know, like the whole thing where he can't like live up, apparently Jada like was sort of like, I guess she, you could say like her and Pac, uh, was like super close. Really? Uh, Yeah. Tupac. Um, and like that whole thing of trying to live up to Tupac's, I guess Tupac's cause they weren't, honestly, you could say that Jada and Pac were more close than Jada and Will. And that's part of the reason, like, he's been constantly, bro, constantly, um, you know, he's in a bad spot. <laughs> that's it. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely built up. Yeah. And oh, I feel bad. It's, it's kind of sad, too, because, like, he, I mean, just thinking about it, this, I mean, I get it. It's his wife. He mm-hmm. loves her. And, you know, Broke they're trying, they're trying to work through their stuff but i don't know just me this is a person who's like like just if i'm gonna think about this rationally as as my as myself so let's say you believe this stuff that she's gone and done all these things behind his back Mm -hmm. and now somehow you're finding a way to like quote-unquote defend her honor because Chris Rock is just trying to make things light. Like, I, I get make that I, I get that she has that whole thing with al alopecia, right? Yeah, she has something with where yeah, like her hair is. She, she can't grow the hair, and it's, it's like an actual condition. She, she speaks out about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I get the can... sort of that that aspect of it, like, okay, so you're ripping on this person because they have a condition that's not very good material for a joke, but yeah. like, that's kind of comedy. It, yeah, it can. It was funny. It was. It was a funny joke, bro. I and I, it's not even it like it's not even like he called her something. Like I don't know much about GI Jane, but according to like some of the tweets I saw, apparently that's not much of a, a slur. It's G.I. Jane is a movie that came out like a while back. It stars uh, Natalie Portman, oh. the 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 lady who played uh, Queen Amidala. Yeah, I know, I know. Padme. Um, so like, I I can't, I don't, I guess you can be offended by it, but like to make it go really, that far, like you you'd kind of instigate, hey, you should go slap him. You shouldn't take it at per- You shouldn't take it personal. That's what comedians do. They always make jokes about, you know. Uh, they they can sometimes clown people, but that wasn't yeah. necessarily clowning anybody. No. <laughs> it was just a joke. Chris Rock was just being Chris Rock. He does as he does, you know? There, there was no... 
There was no world where Will Smith should have gotten up and slapped him like that and humiliated him. Because that was just went too far. Except he did, bro. And that's, it's horrible, bro. Like, I, I don't know. Um, bro, I just, look, I feel bad for Will Smith and, like, the things that he went through. But at the same time, he needs to be a, he needs to be a little bit more responsible for his actions. Because that, that's just, like, come on, bro. We get it. You've been through stuff. But, bro, you can't just walk up to stage and slap somebody in front of live national television. That's just not how it works, bro. Well, for one thing, uh, excuse the background noise, um, he did say he was stepping away from the academy. That was one thing. So he is taking some responsibility on a personal level. The Academy itself um, is launching disciplinary proceedings against Will Smith also. Mm. Um, still, it doesn't feel I, enough, I, honestly. Not even that. I don't think... I, I probably need to look this up, but I haven't heard much in the way of news about Will Smith actually apologizing to Chris Rock. Like I've heard like why why didn't you oh he did I'm getting stopped. well yeah so basically I'm I'm sorry Walt is correcting me here off the off the scenes. He he did apologize on Instagram. Yeah. So even still and most of the things that he's done, I feel like, I don't know, maybe there is something more that he could do to apologize. Like, bro, you can't, you can't humiliate people on stage like that. Like, just apologizing for it, it, it doesn't feel either way. It doesn't feel like enough. And I honestly, personally, I don't believe that he doesn't mean his apology. He's not sincere with his apology. Well, that's the next thing I was going to bring up. Another of the things Walt has told me is that it's only been that Instagram post. Apparently, he hasn't called him yep. to actually say yeah, with to words to him, I'm sorry. It's kind of like this is going to be a little <laughs> not exactly the same thing, but it's kind of like breaking up over text. Yeah, you can't, you can't. <laughs> That's not something you just yeah. write and then, okay, one and done. That's it. Let's just forgive and forget now. Yeah, it has to be something. You kind of have to have that conversation. Like, actually have it. Bro, especially with something like this, bro. Like, bro got humiliated. The fact that Chris Rock is not pressing any charges whatsoever. That too. He's not doing anything to get back at Will Smith. Which, honestly, I have the utmost respect for him. Even with these parodies, like, coming out with, like, you know, how he should have fought back and stuff like that. Like, bro, he's, it's, I don't know, bro. And damn, bro, like, you've seen, I've seen, like, photos of him, like, after the, after the whole thing went down, like, during the Oscars, even outside of the Oscars, bro, like, in the Oscars, he was, like, trying to smile the pain away, and, bro, outside, he was looking like he was gonna start his villain arc, bro. He was, like, he had his hoodie on, he was, like, looking around, bro, he had his, he had full security, bro, like, Man, bro, I feel bad for him. Yeah. And it's just crazy what's happening, bro. 
But yeah, that's really... There isn't anything else to say, right? Except, you know... Will Smith has a It's unfortunate that that happened and that... Bro. I just hope it gets better somehow and that it gets rectified, honestly. Bro, Will Smith needs to change his actions and he just needs to ditch Jada, bro. Because all I'm saying is, bro... I'm probably going to say something controversial. Don't do it. Just just don't stop. I'm going to cut you off. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm going to stop. I will I'm cut stop, you off. I'm going to stop, bro. Because... We have to I, stay I, I, respectful, no, 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 my no, no, friend. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm not going to say nothing about Jada, bro. Nothing. Nothing. But anyway. Anyway. Well, that's it for today, my friends. Um, as always, uh, you know where to find us, Spotify, Apple Music, um, other streaming places where you get your podcasts and the like, and as you know, if you like us and what we have to say, give us a like, rate, share, subscribe, I'm sounding like a YouTuber, but Come on, this is this is the like norm. The this is the norm, Only guys. Five stars. This is the norm. That's how you support us. That's how you keep this heart pumping. This heart of news and geekdom and memes. Subscribe. And other stuff. Click the <laughs> notification bell. <laughs> like. <laughs> Comment what you think. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's going to end it up today. Um, I guess there's really nothing else to say other than... Damn, I want to think of something. But again, I don't think of anything. Mayor Bangerangs. Wait, no, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a Skrillex song. What's a that's Bangerang? A song. That's a Skrillex song. My bad. No. I don't know why that popped into my head. It's, that song is ass anyway. Oh, family friendly. Family friendly. We're keeping it friendly. Family friendly. Family friendly. <sighs> Nope. Excuse my my. Profanity. Excuse your language, as Captain bad. America would say. That song is bad. That's all I said. Thank you. To some people, well, it's, it's bad to me, in my opinion, because I'm not trying to disrespect anybody. And I didn't mean to use profanity. Either way, either way, either May way. May our batterings cross again. But that doesn't make sense because now it's clashing and then it's flying away, and then what happens if it like hits? Hits you in the eye. That's a good point. Um, that's a little bit of a safety hazard. May our journeys as stand users cross again. Because stand users are, are attracted to each other. Yes, that makes sense. Actually. There you go. But it seems like it's a little bit too complicated in terms of the. Look, y'all get it. Yeah, y'all yeah, get it if it. you've seen JoJo's. Watch it, please. Watch Batman. May our journeys as stand users cross again.